Next in Nonprofits. I'm Steve Boland, and I am very pleased to be joined today by Chelsea Sebron, the manager at Google.org, and Larry Brown Jr., National Director of the NAACP's ACT. So, Chelsea, Larry, thank you both so much for taking the time today. Thanks for having me, having us, Steve. Yeah, thanks so much, Steve. Excited to be here. I'm really excited to talk to both of you about uh, this opportunity of how you're working together on your mutual missions. And I think that this level of collaboration is really exciting to hear more about. But before we talk about what you do together, uh, if I could just hear a little bit more about your work uh, independently and Larry, especially um, act so since that is kind of the focus of our conversation today. Uh, but Chelsea, why don't you kick us off with a little bit about your role at google.org. And then Larry, if you can talk a little bit more about the NAACP's work more broadly, and then how AXO fits into that. Awesome, for sure. Well, uh, Steve, thanks again for having us. And Larry, super excited to, to be on here with you today. Um, so as Steve mentioned, my name is Chelsea Sebron, and I'm a manager at Google.org, which is Google's philanthropy. I currently lead some of our Googler engagement programming. So Google.org does grants as well as employee volunteering programs. And I have the, the privilege of helping to connect our amazing Googlers with wonderful nonprofits like the NAACP AXO program so that they can thoughtfully give of their time, talent, and treasure. Um, my job literally is so fun. I get paid to help people volunteer, which is a true privilege and a blessing. And I work alongside teammates that are, are truly brilliant. Um, and we all collectively are super intentional um, to explore how we can support our nonprofit partners with both grants plus Googlers, which we find to be a really great recipe for success. Um, and this actually is our first engagement with the NAACP AXO program and Larry and his wonderful team. Um, we recently gave them a $3 million grant in February and uh, excitement is rising very quickly across Google around that grant and opportunity for Googlers, many of which who are AXO alumni to get involved. Uh, so that's my job to partner with people like Larry, leaders across the industry, um, and create room for our employees at Google to get involved in meaningful ways through giving and volunteering. Awesome. And I, as Steve said, I'm Larry Brown, Jr., the National Director for the NAACP's AXO program. Everyone knows that the NAACP has been around, well, almost everyone knows that the NAACP has been around since 1909. And uh, we are here to secure the political, educational, social, and economic um, equality rights for um, all um, in order to eliminate race-based discrimination. And um, many, many people may not know, but they do know now, thanks to the help of Google.org, about the NAACP's AXO program. So um, alongside the NAACP's mission, over 40 years ago, the association decided to um, adopt a program out of Chicago's DuSable Museum that was designed to um, amplify the work of students in sciences in the Chicago area. And that program has now grown to what we know as AXO. Um, this program is in over 170 communities currently. And AXO um, stands for the Afro-Academic Culture, Technological, and Scientific Olympics. And we are currently um, hosting this 33 different disciplines under six different categories. Those categories include business, humanities, STEM, performing arts, visual arts, and culinary arts. Um, our students are engaged throughout the course of their academic year, and they go above and beyond their course studies to pursue up to three categories or three fields of study for AXO. 
And what we do is we provide coaching and mentoring services to students across the country in order to begin to create a pipeline of success um, that they can measure while they are in high school and ultimately through college, creating a pipeline to populate the workforce. And uh, we are elated to partner with Google um, with this um, opportunity to really grow the AXO program across communities in America. I do have to uh, provide full disclosure for you, Steve. Um, as you can hear, I have a little one with me. Um, this is cold and flu season. And so someone <laughs> was called home from daycare today. And I have my eight-month-old daughter, Elle, with me. So I think she's trying to give some talking points as well. <laughs> we are living the mission of taking care of the future generations that the NAACP was founded about. Absolutely. So, absolutely. It's, it's great that you're taking a moment to have this conversation anyway, to talk more about um, how the impact of what EXO has been so far. But I think really interesting to learn um, why Google, why now in that piece of it. So being able to partner with Google on um, a program that's been around for a little while, I think would be you know most nonprofits' dream to figure out. And I did have a conversation uh, some time back uh, with Justin Seal from Google.org a little bit more broadly about some of the programs there. So I'll put a link in the show notes to that broader conversation. Um, but Chelsea, can you talk a little bit more specifically about this particular opportunity and how um, Google.org came to find out and engage with XO? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really, really glad you mentioned Justin Steele, um, who's one of our great leaders on Google.org, as well as my colleague, Matt Ibrahim, who is actually the, the grant lead on this work with the NAAC PAXO program. Um, and so just really would love to just shout them out and highlight just their, their commitment um, to, to racial justice. And um, they've been funding in this space for, for a really long time. Um, and so just last month, we made this $3 million grant to the NAACP AXO program. And we had a great time together with Larry and 22 students from the AXO program in LA. Um, and this grant is really focused on helping them scale uh, the, the amazing work that they're already doing. And we're very excited that our grant and Googler engagement commitment will help the AXO program engage almost 70,000 students, which is nearly doubling uh, the, the type of impact that they've been able to do in the past. Um, and so, you know, I definitely want to have Larry draft behind and add uh, some some other insights, but you know why now? I think it's always been a natural fit for us to um, think about engaging the top nonprofits doing amazing work in community. And so when we sat down to talk with the AXO program, it was it was just an obvious next step for our philanthropy to to pursue through grants and Googler support and. We're really excited to be on this journey with them. Um, and really, uh, a lot of the work that they're doing is equipping the next generation uh, through skills, um, including computer science, which is also a space that we have uh, funded for quite some time. And um, we're really grateful to, to be on this journey with them. So, Larry, before I ask you to jump in on, on your impressions on that question, I do want to just ask a little bit more because I think in the conversation with Justin, there's a couple of ways that Google.org makes decisions about partnerships. Um, sometimes there is a, a more competitive open round, but sometimes it is this um, researched and selected, we, we want to invite a partner that maybe hadn't come in. Do you happen to know the origin of this one, whether this was a response to an open call or was something more that internally um, some teams at Google.org thought we should approach these folks and see how we can help. You know, as part of Google.org's effort to support the progress of innovative nonprofits, Google.org identified and really thought about how we could engage with the NAACP. And 
the more that we learned about the AXO program, it became a clear fit to our funding priorities and, and the things that we were researching in this year in terms of wanting to get behind. And so, um, you know, the goal of the AXO program is to ensure that every student of African descent has access to a local AXO competition and our contribution helps them get one step closer to achieving that goal. And so our funding parties to your question, um, this was not an open call, but part of our strategic outreach to community, finding out who's doing the best work um, and figuring out how we could um, you know, help deepen that impact, how we could help accelerate progress. And AXO was a clear fit um, as we were researching the industry, talking to the leaders in the community. And uh, we were really excited to, to find that alignment with the specific program, the AXO program, and uh, we're excited. Yeah, that makes sense. And I appreciate you clarifying. And I just wanted to make sure those people are listening, understand that uh, um, there are both of those opportunities that kind of come up at different times. And uh, Larry, on, on your team side, uh, do you were you um, part of AXO at the time that uh, this um, inquiry kind of began to see if there'd be a good fit? Or did you come in a little bit later? What's your relationship with how Google um, reached out in this kind context absolutely so we were um we this conversation began for this moment um my involvement with this um happened last year um we were it was in the fall and um after um google did all of their internal research that um chelsea just spoke about then um outreach was conducted to us to um pretty much you know do a temperature check as to what um the program is today um, at the time in 2019 and now in 2020. And um, we began our conversations as well as developing um, our proposal to submit to really show how we are going to scale this program. One of the things that I would love to um, uplift, which I want to tout as one of the best things that AXO offers is the idea of innovation. Uh, Chelsea just mentioned that they were looking for innovative programs. And what AXO does is it, it, it provides a landscape, it provides a playing field for students of African descent across the country in various communities from various financial backgrounds um, and, and, and walks of life to come together on a united front and begin to create and learn together. And that's where that innovation happens with AXO. Um, our AXO students are like no other. I tell everyone when you once you interface with an AXO student, whether it be a current student or an alum, your life will be improved in every best way possible. And I say that because our students are on um, the, the forefront of um, of innovation in their fields of study. So we have students across these various disciplines that are wowing our judges every year at the local and national competition. Um, in addition to going on to be uh, great filmmakers like the late John Singleton, to be great actors like Anthony Anderson and Jada Pinkett Smith and artists like Kanye West. Um, and we, we, we have um, a, a, a huge list of AXO alums to also include Alicia Keys and so forth. And so what our students are doing now um, because of this partnership, um, they, are, they are now affirming themselves as the next history makers. And so um, what you'll begin to see in that conversation and, and why this further proves why this works is because these students now call themselves the next most searched. They believe that there's an opportunity um, for them to create history um, that's, that can create history even in 2020 and beyond um, with the work that they're doing through AXO. 
so those are really inspiring moments and people to kind of look up to. And I love that thought that you introduced there, Larry, about the uh, uh, next most searched. And of course, the partnership with Google in that particular piece is just really fantastic. But one of the things I wanted to ask both of you about is this this scale of investment and trying to bring things, uh, as you said, to scale, to engage more. Um, drinking from a fire hose, as nonprofits kind of talk about, it can be really challenging to think about if there is not only an investment of a few million dollars over a few years, but the time and energy of those Googlers who have very specific skill sets and very specific things to contribute, how do you best take advantage of coming to scale with that level of resource, which I'm, you know, for many organizations would be a lot all at once? I don't know how big EXO was before um, this conversation and how big you kind of think to get. Uh, we talked a little bit about numbers of people that might participate, but just in terms of the energy of promoting the idea and offering these things. Um, Larry, when you talk about coming to scale on this, how big an impact or how big a shift upwards is the Google investment? And how do you uh, take that on without feeling like you're just having some of it uh, lapping over the sides, not being utilized well? Well, here's the thing. We have we have units that are already active in communities. As I said before, we've got units in over 170 communities across the United States. And so those units are going to be uh, beneficiaries of of this partnership. Um, we are when we look at what the, the next two years plus the months that remain in, the, in this year one of this uh, partnership, we look at what we're doing currently and then we, we take that. And we, we, we literally um, factor an equation to multiply that. And so um, we have uh, measurable outcomes each year that will help us meet our goal of really ensuring that we've doubled the number of students by the end of um, year three in the actual program, which should be about 75,000 uh, students of African descent across the country. Currently, we are, um, we are, we are interfacing with uh, 10,000 students wow. annually. Um, our students began kicking off their season in the fall, and it wraps in the um, in the springtime um, in concordance with the academic calendar. However, they are also active in the summertime up through middle the middle of July when those who've earned the right to come to our national competition and compete will actually showcase um, their project or presentation for um, consideration for national medals and scholarships. Um, what does that look like? That looks like increased units across the country. It looks like increased mentorship across the country. It looks like um, community volunteers becoming active, knowing about the AXO program, wanting to enhance and increase opportunities for students in their communities and, and really taking ownership for this. We believe that um, AXO is training today's youth to be tomorrow's leaders, but you know that that those ellipses can be shrunk in between that statement because we see now that you know students are making uh, tremendous strides in changing um, the the very fabric of our our, our living situations right now. And um, what, when we look at the scale of that, yes, it, it seems a little heavy. It seems a little like a big lift, but we know that um, overflow will be a great thing because that means that the the buzz about the program and ultimately the work of the program and the impact is what's really going to be um, the, the 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 huge. Uh, drop in the bucket of success that we are looking to achieve um, and ultimately a sustainable uh, drop in the bucket so that this yeah. will sustain 
uh, for years to come. So Chelsea, I want to ask you a little bit more about that in a second, but Larry, just a quick follow-up about um, that growth from, you know, serving 10,000 young people is an amazing thing to begin with. Coming to 75,000 in a few years is big. Um, does that mean new geographies or does it just mean increased outreach in communities where you've already been doing programming or is there some combination of that? Um, it's a combination of that. Okay. So um, forgive me for your list, forgive me listeners and to you, Steve, for using a bunch of jargon um, in my communication with you. Mm -hmm. As I said, we increase, we, we want to increase our units. And so units to us mean chapters. And so oh, those, gotcha. are, those are chapters um, within the landscape of Axel that are across the country. And so we look at expanding the, the reach of our current chapters that we have, but we are also going to be opening new chapters. Um, we are slated um, by the end of this year, uh, we are on target to have more than 15 new chapters across the country. And then next year we will, for year two, we will grow um, that 15 into, um, I believe, 35 to 40. And then by year three, that grows as well, while the current ones and who will remain, the current ones will remain, uh, will continue to have new energy and new um, new energy as well as students and volunteers interfacing and, and working with them. So Chelsea, I think that that concept of growth and, and figuring out how you take best advantage is maybe something that is particularly well-suited to Google as partners, <laughs> because we talk about, you know, uh, NAACP being around for, you know, 100 years, roughly before Google was created, but Google has grown. Google knows growth. That is a thing. So as you think about the Googlers participating in this work, in addition to the financial contribution, how do you help um, think about that context of helping XO to grow in a way that is sustainable and supported and all the rest of it uh, in a period using that kind of unique experience of growth that Google has gone through. Absolutely. I mean, Steve, the first thing that comes to mind is just that Google.org as a philanthropy, we've been making grants to advance equity and inclusion for a while. Um, in fact, over five years ago, alongside our Black Googlers Network and its allies, we started a formal grant portfolio to advance racial justice in the United States. That portfolio has grown to over $30 million in grants advancing equity and access on critical topics like education, economic opportunity, and criminal justice reform. Um, and when you bundle that with the power of our Googlers, right, like Google volunteers spend more than 200,000 hours with nonprofits and they bring their passion, their skills, engineering expertise uh, to help accelerate that progress. When I think about the NAACP and the AXO program, this is a slam dunk opportunity, right? So as they're trying to, to deepen their model across their amazing units across the nation, Google is excited to come alongside and, and help to add more structure, help to draw from those best practices that we've developed over the last five years to really help AXO think about how to operationalize locally um, and doubling reach, right? That's not a small feat, but we uh, have worked with other nonprofits to do just that. And so we will definitely draw from past experiences with other grant partners across, um, you know, geographies who have done similar or complementary work. And that's what I love about tech is that you may test something on one nonprofit. And even if their focus is different, there are some learnings in there about how to scale, uh, learnings in there about how to pair Googler skills 
with nonprofit leaders so that there's this cross-functional learning that happens when Googlers work side by side with our nonprofit leaders. And so that's exactly what we'll do here with the AXO program. And um, we're really excited to really get in the trenches with those local unit leaders as well and pair them up with our volunteers who have skills ranging from marketing and communications to software engineering or UX research and design, which are functions that when you bundle all of these great skills and you tackle a problem around how do we scale, how do we operationalize this, there's just this magic that happens. And that's really at the heart of that grants plus Googlers plus amazing nonprofit leaders and what happens when you work together to tackle challenges that our communities face. So, Larry, as we talk about bringing that capacity in, how do you, uh, how before the partnership with Google, did you try to reach and engage young people in the, the units that have been active across the country? What, what was the best outreach strategies that you were using? And does that help you inform of what you might do now with more resource and more time at it? Absolutely. So traditionally, um, our, our AXO chapter leaders that are in the field um, who are also volunteers, um, they reach out to get students involved in their program um, in, a, in, a tiered, uh, in a tiered format. They start uh, within their neighborhood high schools, and then from the neighborhood high schools, they go to churches and the community centers. And then they also, the third layer is to engage with local organizations um, that have, uh, that has, uh, that, that have um, familiar alignment with the programs, with the disciplines that we offer within the EXO program. Um, with this opportunity, this now gives us the, the capacity to be able to have PSAs, mm -hmm. um, to increase uh, print production and graphic production, to really um, target our students. So uh, we'll, we'll be able to have um, opportunities to interface with them on their social media, as well as um, you know host pop-up events to really um, make this opportunity appetizing for them and then not just have it be appetizing, engage them and keep them engaged for the duration of their time in high school because AXO is for students enrolled in grades nine through 12. And then um, ultimately we want these students to become ambassadors so that um, the middle school students that are coming behind them know about the program in their community and they are primed and ready to go upon graduating eighth grade, the first thing that they'll want to do is reach out to someone, whether it be in their school, whether it be in their, uh, whether it be in a, a nearby church, synagogue, or community center, or mosque, um, whether it be at the supermarket. We want mm -hmm. them to be able to identify an opportunity to connect with AXO and be able to do that for the duration of their time in high school. So as that continues to move forward, and this grant is a few years in process, and I think that's exciting to have that level of commitment over time to understand how to work some of those things forward. Um, how do you start measuring benchmarks along the way of not just engaging, you know, we've got this many new people who have signed up, this many young people who have um, agreed to participate and are doing the work and are looking forward to the competition and all those things. But um, how many you may have reached that this year wasn't right, but maybe next year is? And, and those kinds of things that you'd love to be able to know, how are we impacting people just beyond the ones that actually did sign up? And I don't know if either of you have thoughts on um, how one measures or thinks about that, or is that not yet part of this conversation? So I think that that is part of the conversation, um, and it really is. Uh, it's, it really fortifies the partnership when you have those debriefs. One of the things that um, I feel that 
just in the in the nonprofit landscape and in life in general, one of the things that we don't slow down to do and we and our um we're not so intentional about in some cases doing is the debrief. And that debrief gives us a, an opportunity to talk about what worked and what did not work. But it also gives us a chance to review the feedback that we got from the, the very recipients of the work that we're doing. And if we learn that there's a resounding, this did not work, then we need to fix that this did not work to make it to something that does work. Um, if we need to change something, we, we need to be open to change that. One of the, the beauties about this that I'm looking forward to experience is that this 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 thing changes and it moves as we as we move throughout this um, this partnership. So we know that yes, our ultimate goal is to scale this program and to um, increase the number of students that we have that are that have access to this. But we also want to make sure that we are doing this uh, very smart and very and and sound, so that we are laying a foundation for the house of Axel that cannot fall. Um, and, and I think that that's important. <laughs> and I think it's important that, you know, as nonprofits um, begin to look at how how you, you know, measure that and what you look, how you uh, figure out what works and does not work, be open to that. You know, yeah. some things are tradition and some things, some traditions are meant to be rewritten. So um, we've got to be able to adjust and be okay with those, those adjustments and also continue to engage with the people that we are serving to ensure that what what they're receiving is actually um something that is that's you that's that's tangible for them to be able to give them that creative and that cutting edge over their other peers in their industries so chelsea how does google.org think about those kind of leading indicators question not just the hard numbers of who has actually signed up and come through the door but who did you reach and you know how, how does we learn about what does motivate those people to take the extra step and sign up and participate yeah, so I think we're thinking about this from a few different angles. I think building off what Larry sh shared around just debriefing, you know, I think we have this gift of time, right, that this is a three-year engagement um, and we're building towards concrete numbers of, of helping them reach 70,000 plus students. So I love that we have the luxury of piloting. Um, and we actually just had our first pilot um, around the NAACP's Image Awards Week, which really provides this great opportunity to convene access students um, in an industry in Hollywood where they many of them have aspirations to work one day. And so um, Google, we, we hosted two days of programming and actually got to pilot. What does it look like when we bring access students to Google and create an experience for them where they are gaining exposure to tech career pathways? They're meeting Black Googlers from our Black Googlers network who, who not only look like them, but who have had similar dreams and passions and have translated those into picking their major in college and then coming out of college and taking their first job um, and, and eventually, you know, maybe landing at Google as well. And so what does that look like for an AXO student to then meet someone who's walked the path that they are setting out to begin walking on? Um, you know, we also are measuring things like, okay, what are the types of volunteering that really speak and resonate to the AXO students? And so we tested a couple things a couple weeks ago where we took the students to the YouTube space um, and they got to, to go around and learn what does it look like to, to become a YouTube creator? And what does it look like to produce your own content and what goes into that? And what I love about AXO is they, they are creating the conditions to make these things tangible and real. And so some of the things we're measuring is how do we, especially on the Googler engagement side, is you know, how are we pairing Googlers and their skills and their wisdom in ways that will deepen not only uh, 
the, the abilities and skills of access students, but their exposure. And so I think we'll be measuring, you know, the number of volunteering engagements, the depth of those, are they resonating with the students? Are, are these efforts um, translating then into encouraging more students to get involved with access? So I think we'll be piloting and testing a lot. And um, to Larry's point, excited just to see what's working and what's not. And if it's not, we'll pivot um, and we'll try new approaches through volunteering and, and um, strategic um, thoughts around how we could support them in, in better ways. Larry, you mentioned a little while ago some of the success stories out of EXO so far. Some of the names that many of us recognize are very inspirational, but of course, most people aren't going to hit super, super stardom. We're, we're thinking, how do we understand and track their potential for success that wouldn't be, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the highest of high, but a much better, more exciting, fulfilled, you know, vision of themselves than maybe they thought about before EXO. How do you think about helping to know when we connect with these young people and we help them through this process and they participate in this um, thing, their lives get better. They, they see better outcomes for themselves, even if it's not at this extremely high level. But I expect many of them are seeing really improved levels of success and excitement because of this thing. Do you have a way of kind of tracking what that outcome looks like for, for those folks? Absolutely. I, I'm so glad that you asked that question because part of um, us scaling this program and working um, in, in this grant opportunity is to create um, that that space that actually does that. We have a way um, by which we are in communication with our units or our chapters um, in order to identify our alum and kind of uh, figure out what they're doing now. But we want to be able to track them um, beyond high school through college into adulthood so that we can figure out what that looks like so that we can now um, create a new narrative and, and create new opportunities for the program based on the successes of our students. Um, you mentioned, you know, everyone may not achieve the success of an Alicia Keys or a Jada Pinkett Smith who are Axel alums, but, you know, success is is relative. Right. And we right. have, um, we, we, we are able to measure success so many various, so many different ways. Um, one of the great stories um, that has come out of the Axel program actually um, lives and, and walks the halls of Google. Um, his name is Gerald Jean-Baptiste. And uh, Gerald uh, was with us while we were in um, LA a couple weeks ago. Um, and Gerald interfaced with AXO as a young person in high school in Florida. And um, his career took different turns and, and twists, but now it landed him in his tech career at, at Google. And he had an, we had an he had an opportunity to share with our students um, his his pathway to what he does now. And um, it's it's so unique to find that, um, you know, life gives you opportunities to pursue what's in you. And we push that through our Axel students. And so just as sure as your passion could change while you are in high school, transitioning to college, college to adulthood, and even in adulthood, we want you to have the confidence to know because of the, the training and the coaching that you receive, that it is okay to make that pivot and you will still land and find yourself successful. Uh, one of the great things that uh, Gerald um, shared with our students, um, he, you know, he said that it gave him the confidence to pursue his dream of working in the entertainment and tech industry. How many people 
people have had dreams to to, to do something in, in the entertainment industry. Right. But, you know, a dream was deferred and they did not have the 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 uh, the, 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 the the network to support them to be able to figure out how to reshape and retool and finesse that and fine tune it so that it makes sense for the next steps and to create that new pathway for one's life. And so uh, we're grateful for alum who may not, who may not have the, the, the notoriety of some of our uh, most notable ones, but Gerald is notable to us because he is doing impactful work um, through his work at Google and even before um, when he was working in the, um, in the film industry. I think that's a really important point to amplify is how do we aggregate those many, many, many stories of, you know, if you've been able to reach, you know, 10,000 young people up till now, um, and it becomes that 75,000 and whatnot, those stories of people getting places that maybe they uh, hadn't seen a clear path to, but with the um, the tools of EXO and um, the, these experiences can do that. Measuring that impact and talking about that is, I think, really important. I think it becomes even more so to acknowledge the the, the systemic barriers, the, the racism that is sort of embedded in so many things that prevents so many young people from seeing those paths right away. Um, and, you know, how do you bring that part of the conversation to the fore and, and address the realism of that without it being you know, turning people off and figuring, you know, God, the, this is just too hard and, and not something we can shift, knowing we can shift it, but we have to talk about it. Sure. So part of that is identifying, you know, a problem and coming up with the solution. And, um, you know, it's we, we know that educational opportunities for uh, particularly for students of color are not always equal and are not always readily available um, for for those students. And so our 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 solution to that problem is to address those disparities through um, policy and systems and interventions through programs that can really shift the experiences of young people in the classroom as well as um, the out of school program so that we can in, so we can enrich and supplement their educational experiences that leads into a pathway of academic and career success. And so when you know we, when we identify those problems and issues and think, wow, this is too big for us to ta tackle or too big for us to handle, you, you have to have that conversation with your team or with your network to figure out how do, how do we first, um, according to our mission and alignment, figure out what the problem is that we can solve for, and then let's commit to solving with the solution that we set forth. And so we are intentional about addressing this um, through, through, through this opportunity because we now have the resources to solve this problem. And uh, we anticipate great success from here, but we also want to, um, spinning off of what Chelsea said, as we are piloting so many different things, we also want to be the benchmark. We want to make sure that other organizations, whether they be, whether they be aligned with ours in a peer landscape or, or not, we want to be able to say, hey, listen, here is a, a case study uh, that you can use to figure out a way to have the most impact in your community um, from various lenses, such as policy systems and programs um, with, within your community. Chelsea, has that been part of the conversation at Google.org in terms of these more systemic barriers, not necessarily any one individual student, but just systems themselves? I mean, absolutely. There, there's no... Uh... There's no 
surprise, right, that, you know, equity and opportunity is, is an opportunity in tech and in every industry. Um, and I think the big idea here really around our work with AXO is to take take do our part to help ensure and secure the future of youth through programs like AXO. So, you know, I think this is an opportunity for more people to come to the table. I think there's room here to, to all get behind this, this shared mission of how do we collectively um, come together to help ensure and secure the future of youth. I mean, that's a big problem um, in society that we can tackle from multiple angles. And when I think about, you know, Google's power behind that, when I think of the power that Google has through our people, our products, our technology, and, and we think about how can we best deploy the best of Google um, in partnership with AXO to, to tackle that type of issue. So absolutely, I mean, systemic barriers is why philanthropy exists. Like it's there to provide solutions that otherwise, you know, wouldn't be tested. And so I do think philanthropy has a big opportunity and a role to play uh, across these systemic barriers that have existed for a long time. Um, and it's the innovators like Larry and the AXO unit leaders who also actually are volunteers who show up every day, day in and day out, and who are committed to the cause, committed to, to believing that those systemic barriers don't have to be there forever. Right. Um, and I was really uh, blessed to hear the, the courage and, and the boldness of the students that I met a couple weeks ago, who are already at you know, 15, 16, <laughs> um, thinking about systemic barriers and how their, their gifts, their skills, their talents could directly impact change. And so um, I think if you meet these youth, Steve, you'll be blown away ab about the, the level of intellect and how they're thinking about the world and their obligation and responsibility in it to not see barriers, but to to remove them. Yeah. I told you your life won't be the same, Steve, if you need access to that. <laughs> By the way, I'm an AXO alum. So oh, no kidding. I am. I competed two years in high school in the oratory competition. Although I did not win, I love this as a homecoming for me um, in this role, um, serving as the national director. So it, it's it's awesome. Well, that's a perfect example of what I was thinking about a little bit earlier, where, you know, even though you didn't win that particular competition, you still got a lot out of it and wanted to come back and give um, through that again. That's really inspiring. That's super cool. So we're running a little low on time, and I do want to ask a little bit about um, as much as the power of Google.org as a partner here is a huge boon, there's you know more work to do probably still than even growing to that 75,000. So as you think about the potential for other partners or other ways to help achieve that same mission, how does this amplify that outreach? How do you think about um, the fact that even at 75,000 students, there's probably more out there that could use that kind of example? Um, do more partners come in and help grow through EXO? Are there other ways that, that you see the work continuing uh, as you grow this? How, how do you think that part goes? And I'll throw that to either one of you that has thoughts on that. Sure. So I'll start. I, I think that it looks like you know, as the students grow, as our chapters grow across the country, we want to be able to make sure that, um, as I said before, this is sustainable. So that means that, you know, AXO can grow to become an in-school club so that just as you can, a student can join the National Honor Society or their Black Student Union um, uh, at, at their school, the, they can also join the AXO club. 
and they can and, and so that's 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 one way additionally we want to be able to make we want to be able to make sure that um, people who are interested in supporting this program know that you cannot just knock on the door or pick up the phone and dial the, the local, the national AXO, but we want you to know that you can contact your local AXO program to figure out a way that, hey, if you know that you have students that want to be a part, you can uh, re help recruit students. If you have resources that will help support their local program, give those resources, give of your time, give of your talent, give of your uh, give of your treasure, your money. Um, there, there are ways to help continue to, to grow and support um, this program. Additionally, we want people to know that this is an opportunity to, to, to change the future. And as you continue, as long as we continue to live and have breath, there's always the potential for a future. And, you know, and we know that um, through this program, um, greatness will continue to emerge and these students will continue to be, to grow and uh, become the next most search history makers um, that are in the world today. Yeah, and I'll just build on what Larry shared and just add that, you know, we all know that success for nonprofit organizations like the NAACP and the AXO program is also when they're able to attract other funders. And that's really uh, at the heart and sentiment behind Google.org's mission, which is we want to provide funding that then becomes catalytic. We want to see other funders come to the table and to deepen that impact. And, you know, we're always in constant communication with the philanthropic community. And we want to be transparent about what we're seeing in the field so that other folks can also place bets uh, with amazing talent and organizations like AXO. Um, and so I think when I think about this as well from our excitement of what could happen here through the early stages of our work together, we're also looking at our employee resource groups. You know, most companies, tech companies, or any company for that matter, has some form of an employee resource group. Um, and there's huge potential there where you have communities of employees who want to do good, right? Who are who are gathering with intention to, to give back to their communities. And so I think we have this vision around how our Black Googlers Network, which is one of our um, ERGs at Google could literally adopt their local AXO. And, you know, how amazing would that be if our Black Googlers Network chapters in multiple cities where there is an AXO could adopt them and work, you know, shoulder to shoulder with the unit leaders and shoulder to shoulder as mentors, coaches, judges during these competitions. And so right now we're beginning to strategize and build out what that could look like. Um, and imagine too, if those ERGs come together and then invite other ERGs from other tech companies. Um, we've actually done this so far in LA and we had a reception for the AXO students and invited other tech companies and other organizations locally in LA because we want the buzz to build about this program. We want more people and supporters to get behind them and see, oh, they have needs for mentors. Oh, they have need for products and technology. So I would love to see a world where not only Google is at this table, but where there's a challenge for everyone to come and, and see how we can collectively get behind AXO and really build the future in the way that we want to see it uh, progress um, and create that change that we want to see in the world. Yeah. So I like we didn't mention earlier in the conversation, there's this uh, nice kickoff project that you did together, a little 30 seconds um, ad spot that uh, helps illustrate the program for people that don't really understand it well yet. Really well done um, beginning. So we'll have a link in the show notes. But other than 
th seeing some of those things, what's the best way for people listening to get involved directly? Uh, Larry, you kind of talked a little bit about giving of you know time, treasure, and talent. Um, are there ways for adults that want to be supportive uh, of the program to uh, connect in and see how they might be able to be helpful in this work? Absolutely. So there are ways to get involved with AXO. I'll, I'll start by sharing our um, website at www.nacp.org slash act dash so, um, or you can call us at the National AXO office at 410-580-5650, and we can put you in contact with your local AXO program. Um, additionally, we have opportunities for adults to become involved by joining your local AXO committee. Um, every unit, although they are led or chapter is led by a chairperson and a co-chairperson who are who is who are both volunteers, um, they have a committee of volunteers that work with them to help them do this work. And so um, we lean on these volunteers to offer their expertise in whatever field um, they call themselves an expert. So if your expertise is in public relations, then you will be the ones helping to write the press release for your local AXO. Um, you'll be the one booking interviews for the students and local media um, to make appearances and to bring notoriety to your um, unit. Um, if your expertise is in cooking, you can be the one who can provide the lunch for students when they have their coaching mentoring sessions or um, helping them to pack lunches for a field trip. There is something for everyone to do. Um, when this program was founded by uh, the, the late renowned journalist Vernon Jarrett, his belief is that this would be, his, his dream and goal was that this would be a community-based program where everyone essentially would become a village that is raising the children of AXO um, with, with the spirit of excellence. And so there is something literally for everyone to do. Um, as long as you have the time, we have the opportunity for you to engage. Great. So we will have those links in the uh, show notes, but we are out of time for our conversation today. So let me just uh, say uh, Chelsea Sebron, the manager at Google.org, and Larry Brown Jr., National Director of NAACP XO. Thank you both so much for your time today. Thanks, Steve. It was great. Thank you so, yeah, thanks so much, Steve. <laughs>